amen, then you've got an enemy. I've got an enemy. I'd just like to start notice he ain't getting this message. I kill me. Him I him, but he ain't getting this message, amen. Cut my cheek. Thought I'm gonna bleed to death. Microwave caught on fire this morning. If I'd had a dog get bitten as yours world, I'll tell you. I'm, I'm sad well, if I'd had a dog, but if I ever get a dog, you'll know something's wrong. Something's gone wrong in my head. But if I had one, he would have bit me as sure as the world. So let me just start notice, devil, you're not getting this sermon. But I wonder, are you winning the battle or are you losing the battle? Let me give you about five things this morning. And I believe it'll help you because here is where the battle is won and where it's lost. Number one, you got to appreciate the process. You got to appreciate the process of God. In verses 1 through 6 of Exodus 17, the people's being complained about water. They don't have any water. And so the Bible says, and the Lord said to Moses, Go on before the people, take with thee the elders of Israel and thy rod, wherewith thou smotest the river, take in thine hand and go. So they go and God gives water. And then notice verse number 8. Then the Bible says, then. Then. Not not before, right? Then came Amalek. Now that's just Look this way. That's what it is. Good. Things hadn't been better. You've got some water running in your life. Good. Everything's done. All the bills are paid. And then, then, you've been feeling good. Everything's wonderful. I mean, no complaints whatsoever. And then, and then, have you ever had any thens? Amen. Then you get sick. Then the car blows up. Then my wife catches on fire. <laughs> then, 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 then. Good job. <coughs> and then, for some of you, that then is catastrophic. That loved one is away. That family member, husband, wife, slips out of here. Your then is catastrophic. Then you lose that job. Then. But what we got to understand is, it's through the thens of life. God brings us through a process. 
right here, right here, goes a to determine those that God can use and those that he can't. Right here. It's right here. Our, our, young, our young people love this statement. That's not fair. Well, I hate to just bust your bubble, so let me go ahead and do it. A lot of life's not there. Amen. How many of you think life's not there a lot of times? I don't think it's fair what food costs. I don't think it's fair what they charge for a lot of Amen. Don't change a thing. A lot of life's not there. And sometimes serving God is not there. One week the bus is running over. Next plenty of room. One one week your Sunday school class is running over. The next week got a handful. But the process, we have to learn to appreciate the process that God puts us through. Sometimes the crowds are great. Sometimes crowds not great. By the way, let me just remind some of you, we have service 6 o'clock Sunday night. I know you just wouldn't lay out on me. So you forgot the time, I'm sure of it. It's 6 o'clock Sunday night. Hey, some of you don't know this, we got service Wednesday night at 7 o'clock. By the way, if you're a member, you're expected to be here. All right? That's extra. We all, here's where so many people stumble in this thing. They don't learn to appreciate the process. We also, I tell you, ever read this story of Joseph in the palace? Man, he's second in command, got his own chariots. Everybody's doing this number when he comes by. I mean, he's in control of the food. He's in control of all of it. Hey, but do you do? You say, man, that's, that's wonderful. But let me remind you, to Potiphar's house, to the prison house, to get into the palace. Are you listening? Are you listening? God brought him through the pit to Potiphar's house, accused of rape, and prison house, falsely accused to get him to the palace. We all want the palace, but we just don't want the palace you got to learn to appreciate the process of God. And that process, it, you say, how can you appreciate it when it's not easy? I didn't say it'd be easy. You get sick, you go to the doctor, he does some kind of surgery. That process ain't easy but when you get better, you learn to appreciate it. You say, praise God. Uh, Dean had his soldier, soul, his arm worked on. 
I'm going to be real kind right now. But I'm really tempted. But I'm going to be kind. Just, you need to know how kind I'm going to be. But he better. But the process was painful. But he's getting better. He's getting better. I want you to understand something. We got to learn to appreciate the process. Now, you, you say, how do you do that? You got to see God in the process. What's God trying to get your attention? What's God trying to do? What's God wanting to do in your life? Talked to a young man this morning. He's telling me about some things, and I'm praying for him. And I want God to bless him. But I ask him a question. Have you asked God what he wants you to do with your life? I appreciate his honesty. He said, no. I said, would you pray and ask God what he wants to do with your life? He said, I will. I said, amen. Amen. Well, how many of you want a God that stands with you in the fire? How many of you want a God like that? I mean, in the fire, you know he's there. But you do, you do remember, don't you? The process was, he had to take a stand. Then three Hebrew children had to take a stand when everybody else is bowing. You didn't know that, didn't you? He had to take a stand when everybody else, rock music starts, is bowing before an idol god. They took a stand. They, they took a stand and said, God's able, but if not, we're not going to bow. You see, you've got to appreciate the process that God uses. God's got some of you right now in the process, right in the middle of it. God's going to use you greatly. He will use you greatly if you can appreciate the process. If you stumble in the process, you will never go further. Are you listening? If you stumble in the process, you'll never go further. And a lot of people stumble in the process. They blame God. They get angry with God. Job 2.10 said, but he said unto her, talking about his wife, she said, won't you just curse God and die? Here's what he said, thou speakest as one of the foolish women speaketh. Why shall we receive good at the hand of God? Shall we not receive evil? In all this did not Job sin with his lips. Job learned to appreciate the process of God. That marriage is struggling. God may have you in a process to make it stronger than it's ever been if you don't stumble in the process. Number two, number two. You got to acknowledge the provisions of God. Notice what he said. Moses said to Joshua, go out and buy some M16, some Abram tanks. Go, go hire 
two or three other nations tend to blame ever, ever, ever um, spear, ever gun, tend to blame everything they got because we, we ain't got a chance. Is that what your Bible says? And Moses said unto Joshua, Choose us out men and go fight with Amalek. Tomorrow I will stand at the top of the hill with the rod of God in my hand. Here's what he didn't say. He didn't say, what are we going to do? He didn't say, we got to have something else outside of us. Now I want you to look at me, look this way and listen carefully. He acknowledged the provisions that God had given him. He gave him some soldiers. He had some friends. He had a rod of God. And don't miss this. That's all he needed. You got to acknowledge provisions of God. The battles that we lose is when we start looking if I can make more money. You'll never make enough money if you're robbing God. Never, 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 never. Never. Hey, you'll never get ahead stealing God's day. Never, never. I read an article this Chick-fil-A is number two in the world in sales. And here's what they said. They said, we, we, we credit that till we give God every Sunday. Amen? Had some soldiers, had Joshua, had the rod of God, had Aaron and her. Joseph didn't get this attitude. Joshua didn't get this attitude. Hold it. I just worked from eight to five, Moses. What are you talking about? Man, it's time for me to go home. My shift's about over. He didn't have that kind of attitude. Moses said, Joshua, take some men, soldiers, and go fight with Amalek. So Joshua did as Moses had said to him. (coughs) You got to acknowledge the provisions of God. Last Sunday, our bus kids was in the auditorium. And uh, you know why they were in the auditorium? Because I felt they ought to be in the auditorium. What's really a blessing is this. I said, Matthew, I believe our bus kids need to be in the auditorium Sunday. So he had them in the auditorium Sunday. That's because I asked him to have me in the auditorium. Now, he could have given me a lot of reasons, but he didn't. You got to learn to acknowledge, got to acknowledge the provisions of God. Please, please, please hear me when I say this. We don't need to copy other churches to build Solid Rock Baptist Church. All we have to do 
is have a group of people that will fall on their face and seek the one who is building it. That's all we got to do. That's all we got to do. Oh, oh, Moses knew the battle's already won because he knew whose side he was on. You remember in school we would choose up to play ball and uh, you knew who you knew who the best players were if you could get on their team. Couldn't play very good. Would want to get on the team with the best player. Ain't that right? Guess what? Lemuel Boyd Eichel's going back to church. I got on the best team that's already won. Amen. But we stumble here because we're always looking for something else to give that victory instead of acknowledging the provisions God's given you. Number three. Boy, this is a big one. We got to accept the placement of God. Right here, right here, a lot of people check out. Well, why don't I go to the top of the hill? Why do I have to go down there and fight the enemy? Or why do I have to go to the top of the hill? I want to be in the fight. Why can't I hold the rod of God? Why can't I do this? And why can't I get to do that? Why are you sticking me down there in the battle fighting? Why am I the one that's got to go up there and hold your stinking hands up? Here's where a lot of people miss it. They never accept the placement of God. I never accept that placement. Oh, I love this. Second Samuel 23. Please listen. It's his most powerful statement. One of the most powerful I've ever read in the Bible. Verse 15, And David longed and said, Oh, that one would give me a drink of the water of the well of Bethlehem, which is by the gate. He's not telling them to do anything. He's just making a request. Don't you listen. And the three mighty men broke, broke through the host of the Philistines, drew water out of the well of Bethlehem that was by the gate, and took it and brought it to David. Nevertheless, he would not drink it thereof, but poured it out unto the Lord. Oh, oh, man, I'd love to have a drink out of that well. Hey, did you hear what the man of God said? He wants to drink a water out of that well. Okay, hey, 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 you, come here. What are we going to do? I heard him say, he want to drink water. Well, so you go this way, I'm going to go this way, and, I, and I'm just going to go right down to the middle. We're going to go down there and get him a 
a drink of water out of that well. They go get that drink and they bring it back to David. And he is so broken. He says, my God, I can't drink that water. He didn't, he didn't, he didn't dictate to them to do something. He just shared his heart. Let me tell you why a whole lot of folks are losing the battle. They're not content with what and where and when of God. Are you listening? They're not content with the what, the where, and the when of God. They're not content. They're wanting something else. It's never enough. And they're not the, the placement. They can't accept the placement of God. Years ago, as a little boy, a man by the name of Jethro taught the adult class. And the church was great. And they said, Jethro, we're going to put a young man in and we want you to help him to grow because he was in his 70s then. And Jethro got mad. He said, I ain't playing second fiddle to nobody. And out the door he went. Died a lonely old man. You know why? Because he couldn't accept the placement of God. Let me just be, let me kind of be blunt about something. Let me tell you who I want here at Solid Rock Baptist Church. Not being unkind, but please understand this. I don't play, let's make a deal. You do this, you do this, you do this, I'll do this. I don't do that junk. I tell you who I want here. I want here who God puts in your heart to want to be here. Because he's building the church, not me. And by the way, if you can't come under the authority of a pastor, you may want to consider whether you want to be here or not. Because God is running the show. Pastor's the under-shepherd. Then, that fell a place. Your Sunday school teacher in that class, that's your area of authority. All the way through it. I'm just, I'm just telling you, you, people stumble right here. People stumble here. I've seen this so many times down through the years. It's scary. People walk in the door and say, I want to work with the young people. Can I ask you a question? Do I look like i got idiot right on my head? In the world, give my young people to somebody I don't know. Hang around a while. Let me see what you can do. Let me see your faithfulness. Let me see if you're honest with God. Let me see what you're going to do. And then, if God puts it in the heart, we'll work you to death. Amen. Amen. We'll wire you out, give you something to do. Oh, I'm just telling you, people stumble here. 
because they're not willing to accept the placement of God. Number four, got to access the power of God. It came to pass when Moses held up his hand, Israel prevailed, and when he let his hands down, Amalek prevailed. You got to access the power of God. Notice the position of victory. Held up his hands. Amen. And Israel prevailed. Praise God. I wonder how many battles have been lost because someone was out of position. I wonder how many battles have been lost because somebody sold out a Wednesday night or a Sunday to the world. Well, I mean, victories have been lost because of that. Well, I tell you what, I remember a time in the Bible when a whole crowd of people was out of position. Number 16, verse 3, they gathered themselves together against Moses, against Aaron, and said to them, Ye take too much upon you, seeing we're all, seeing all the congregation are holy. My soul. Every one of them, and the Lord is among them, wherewith I then lift up yourselves above the congregation of the rulers. Moses fell on his face. So number one, God said, well, the victory's won. Number two, you got to look past his humanity. The Bible says Moses' hands were heavy. He got tired. He's God's man, he's God's leader, he's God's instrument, but he got tired. You know why? Because he's a man. He's a man. I, I love this. I hope you don't think this, but there are some people this. Some people think the pastor wakes up every morning, jumps out of bed, says, Glory to God, hallelujah. What a glorious day to be saved. No, some mornings I, I roll out of bed and say, Oh, dear Lord. Oh, I want you to know something. Praise God for the position but we're still just men. And you got to look past the humanity. They, they said, Moses is tired. So Aaron got on one side, and Ur got on the other side, and they held the man of God's hands up. I thank God for a whole crowd of people around here that hold my hands up. And I pray for those that pull them down. You say, how do people do that? Well, they don't plan to help. The Bible says they took stones, put it under him and sat down, and Aaron and her stayed up his hands. They planned on helping him. They went to the top of the hill. They didn't decide, well, I can't believe the... Moses is tired. I can't believe Moses didn't do it. I can't believe. No, no, they just, they just held his hands up. Because they had to look past his humanity. And access the power of God. Look at me, look here. Last night, last night, and every Saturday at about 6 o'clock, Look up here. Look at look this way. Everybody look at me for just a moment. Everybody look at me. A lot of people looking around doing everything. Look up here at me for just a moment. Last night at 6 o'clock, we met about 17. 
If there's going to be a power with God, the only way I know to get it is we got people that'll pray. Pray, try to hear Then pray. Pray at home. Because the only way we're going to have the power of God is through and by prayer. Then last of all, they admired the plan of God. The Lord said unto Moses, write this for a memorial in a book and rehearse in the years of Joshua. While utterly put out the remembrance of Amalek from under heaven. God said, I want you to write it down. And Moses built an altar and called the name of it Jehovah Nisai, which simply means the God that provides, one that gives victory. I want you to remember something. The victory is won in the battle. The battles are won and lost because we fail to understand and admire the plan of God and what He is doing. And we usually stumble in not appreciating the process. If circumstances are always moving you up and down, devil will keep you on a roller coaster out of Jesus comes. Listen. He'll keep you up and down to now on and ineffective for the cause of Christ. We got to acknowledge the provisions. God will use exactly what you have right now. We've got to accept the placement where he puts us. Praise God. Told a young man this morning, there's nothing greater, nothing greater in life than being where God puts you, doing what God puts you on the planet Earth to do. Nothing. But then, but then, we got to access the power of God. And then we got to admire. He said, write it down. This morning, are you stumbling? Because there's where the battle is won and the battle is lost. It all comes back to us individually getting to God, appropriately getting to God and saying, God, we're trusting you to get the victory. Let's all stand to our feet. Every head bowed and every eye closed.